Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 133 of the Geek Out Show. I'm Gil, your host, and I'm here with my co-host. We got Juan. Hey, guys. How are you? We got Matt. Hey, everyone. It's Major Action coming at you. And we got Jade. What's up, geeks? Hey, calm down. This ain't the cantina. That's <laughs> right. I'm pretty excited. I just had a um, five shots of espresso. So, yeah, I'm I'm kind of just a little wired and a little jittery. So I was like, buzzing. let's go. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> I was wondering why you say you couldn't wait. I was like, <laughs> Yo, Gil why? never says that shit. <laughs> like, There's nothing in the news that's exciting. I don't know why he can't wait. <laughs> no, I'm just a little Yeah, jittery. it does seem like it's kind of a boring week. I mean, there's some good toy stuff, but other than that, yeah. Anyways, let's get into our weeks. Um, let me see. I already, I kind of already talked to Juan, so I don't want to hear from him. What about Jade? How was your week, man? Damn, that's messed up. I love hearing Juan go first. Uh, man, pretty much the same old, same old. I, see I how he treats me? <laughs> like he should be treated. I, I had a good week, man. I, I did a lot of work, and then my wife and I had the weekend off, so we actually buzzed out of town, went down to the deer lease, hung out with some family. My cousin shot a really nice deer. Um, came back and just watched football all day, man, and did stuff around the house. So a pretty dad weekend for me, you know what I'm saying? What about you, Juan? Let me hear about your week. The week was pretty chill. Nothing major, nothing out of the ordinary came out. Getting the house ready for Liz's moving in in a couple months. So most of the weekend, I took off from the store and it's just been cleaning up and tidying around the house. Nothing much. Nothing exciting. What about you, Matt? Living girlfriend sounds pretty exciting to me. Oh. I mean, that's different. That that that's for for if we geek out show after dark or something. Dead to the Google history. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, me, I've just been um, working, and then I got home today. I was able to um, clean up some of my collections, get my detoffs where I kind of want them, my new setup. I rearranged my room last week, like I told you guys. So this week I was getting my detoffs set up and try to get some of my import figures all dusted off and put back in place. So that's all set up. I'm thinking about coming up to um, Juan's comic shop tomorrow and um maybe uh selling some toys to him also um, my lady made us a bomb ass lobster dinner tonight for the first time ever and uh it was awesome so it's been a good hey, week tomorrow at cfa yeah yep maybe yeah if you're there just go get you a badass roll and just make some lobster rolls oh <laughs> that's the next step sushi is on the list what about you gil how was your week well so i, I was gonna say on... i guess we can hear from gil Right. So I went in on Monday, actually, and I got an email from HR. I was maxed out and capped out on my vacation time. So I told my manager, yo, what am I supposed to do? She's like, oh, I guess you're taking some time off. So I worked Monday, Tuesday and had the rest of the week off, which was fucking super chill. 
uh, went over to CFA, kicked it with Juan for a little bit, read some comics, bought some comics, picked up some figs. I did the same thing as Matt, rearranged some details, did, uh, redid some of my displays, worked on some dios. Fuck, I did a lot of shit, man. I took some toy pics, played some video games. Fuck, I did so much shit this week. It was crazy, man. Uh, I'm really dreading, though, going back to work tomorrow. I'm like, fuck. Like, because I was waking up at, like, 8 o'clock rather than 5.45. So this shit's going to suck tomorrow. <laughs> That's all I got to say. All right. Back crickets. to the old grindstone. Yeah. So let's go ahead. And Sorry, get man. Into... I think we're all trying to work that mute button a little bit. No, it's all good. Let's go ahead and get into comic book pickups. Jay, did you have anything that you picked up? I did, man. I swung back by the hive. Um, pretty much just got my pulls. I got Savage Avengers 14, which is a pretty cool little read. The Savage Avengers are kind of growing their ranks. In this issue, they brought on Juggernaut and Magic, I believe. Oh, shit. Yeah, so that's been pretty cool. They're Gearing up to fight a dragon of Asgard. Uh, Wolverine 7, just a t- X of Swords story. The Power Rangers 1. I got the second part of the connectable covers by Dan Mora, the every ranger ever. Me too. Nice. Uh, only find them when they're dead. Number 3, I haven't read it yet. I think that, and Matt, you might agree with me, I think that might be a better read all at once i think it would be i think it's kind of weird if you just try to jump in and and start randomly like i did it is yeah yeah i have one two and three but maybe when i get six or seven of them sit down and read them all and then i got darth vader seven i got both the uh regular cover which is a really cool like watercolor painting and then i got the chris sprouse empire strikes back cover which is like standing up looking at all the bounty hunters from that scene so pretty average you know comic book week for me what about you gil what'd you pick up at cfa the only thing that i got was the power rangers number one so i actually caught up on my reading um for like I, I'm, I'm current I'm, I'm up to everything i don't know if you guys have read it it's pretty good i like it kind of campy kind of cheesy yeah, just I, I really like it. And I kind of have a theory on who I think the Green Ranger is. I don't know if you guys want to hear it or not. No. I'm all okay. ears. Okay. I'm that game. guy that guy Matt that's in the background, he's always been like kind oh, of me. <laughs> no, he's 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 been a part of the team. Like he's uh not oh, exactly so not part like of the that. team, but that's oh, the that. outspoken one. Okay. <laughs> but uh, but uh no, he's are we talking about Power constantly. Rangers or real life right now? No, Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. No, I'm the Green Ranger, bitches. Bow down. Yo, I've never seen a Green Ranger so thick. I'm sorry. I'm bringing that shit back. Hey, man. These thighs look good in that suit. I tell you. Thunder, thunder thigh Green Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. But yeah. He I, ain't uh, complaining when they're wrapped named... around his waist. I know, right? There's shit. a dude named Matt in the background. Um, and he knows like all the Rangers and shit like that. And he's into the karate and this and that. I think. That's him because he actually does have Tom, uh, beef with Tommy because they both dated Kimberly and they, uh, the Green Ranger doesn't talk to Tommy or any of the well, other Well, they Eskimo brothers. Oh, they okay. have... Wait, no. he's in now... karate? I'm sorry, what was that? Now I know. <laughs> I said, wait, he's into karate? 
Aren't like all the Power Rangers prerequisite that there is some martial arts? Mm, yes and no, but like they don't. Show, that's why he's the Green show, Ranger. Hold on, <laughs> that's but why it's, it's got to be him. He's he's, he's into karate. <laughs> he's the Green Belt. So, he's but the Green Ranger. Is they don't show like in the show, and then even in the comics, they don't show Kimberly, Billy, um, and Zach like training in karate constantly. Like where they always show Jason competing, Tommy competing, Matt. You know, he's one of those guys competing there in the tournaments with them. Rocky's competing with them. Adam, they don't ever show Adam participating in that shit either. Was Aisha? Now, was Matt in the shows? I, I know no, who you're talking not. about now. He's only in the comic. Too, but, okay. Okay. Yeah, he's he's somebody that they created for the comic. That's cool. Oh, that's a pretty good theory. You're probably. I'm an OC character, bitch. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. So, anyways, uh, so you, since you want to talk so much, Matt, what'd you get? Well, I got a lot, actually. I got um, the Sumerian People of the Black Circle issue three, and I got this uh, variant cover where uh, Conan's holding up the uh, Sumerian logo. I don't know if you've seen that one, um, Jade, or not. Yeah, that's the Hulk homage one. Uh, I forget which Hulk it is. So I was able to pick up that one. Oh, is it the one where he's holding up the wall and all the Avengers are under it? No, he's just holding up like the, the stone that says the Hulk. Oh, okay. Um, and then I just got the original cover too of that because I like that one too. Um, I haven't I got around to reading those, 200. but that is next on my list. Sorry, what's that? Uh, I think Hulk that's 200? Hulk 200 or something like that. All right, all right. Um, I got that Texas Blood number five. And unfortunately, somehow I missed all the other ones. So we'll see where the story's been going since uh, the first issue I read. I was able to pick up Crossover. Couldn't get a hold of that secret variant cover. Picked up the boys, dear Becky, number six. Uh, this book is interesting. There's uh, some different things going on in the book, in this book, than what's going on in the show. So, it's an interesting read. Uh, I picked up John Walker, U.S. Agent, number one, variant edition. Uh, this one's pretty dope. It's him on the cover, a uh, bunch of bullet fire coming at him. Kind of stylistic. Uh, picked up Power Rangers, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, number fifty-six. Uh, with the Green Ranger holding all the Rangers. I think Gail, Gail got that one last week. I picked up um, Web, of Ven- Web of Venom Empire's End, number one. Picked up uh, Death Metal Infinite Hour Extreme. X, triple X, Extreme. Lobo, came a porn star, apparently. Got Midnight Sky, number six. The uh, cover is like the Zombieland cover. It's pretty dope. Uh, been reading, Been reading this. Unfortunately, I have the later issues, so... I need to pick up the first couple issues of that. So if anybody knows where I can get that, let me know. Uh, Juan, if you have those, let me know. It's uh, by Scout Comics, Midnight Sky. Pretty dope book. Um, uh, and then I picked uh, up... Remind me tomorrow. I will. And then I'll look through your comics. And then I picked up uh, issue 14 of X of Swords. Uh, I picked up part 12, part 13 of X of Swords. So one is issue 14 of Marauders. The other one is issue 14 of X-Men. And... Um, that was it. What about you, Gil? Anything for your personal collection? Or no, I mean, Juan, anything for your personal collection? Sorry. I was going to say, we don't even look like it. The fuck? <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's a downgrade. What did I get? Uh, what came in this week? Uh, I got my Peach uh, Last Ronin covers. I think that was from Golden Apple that I got them in. Uh, then I got my Peach Detective 1027 in, uh, the regular and the Virgin cover. 
and then some slabs came in that I won in uh, in one of the Facebook pages I'm in. Some guy they have sales, so I don't think I spent more than like 120 bucks for all three of them. But it was the second printing of Venom 25, the first appearance of um, God, what's his name? What's the, the the symbiote in the armor? Um, virus. Yes, virus. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, and then a uh, second printing of symbiote. AKA Spider-Man. Mac Gargan, right? Yes. Uh, number four, which I believe was the Walmart cover to that book. Uh, and then my Venom Twenty Eight, where it's the wrestling homage cover, where he's got the title and he's standing over Spider Man. I got the regular and the Virgin cover. Both those came were in dope. this week. Where'd you get those from? Ah, uh, I think it was Scorpion Comics. If I that remember, that was the Scorpion correctly. Comics one, huh? Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, and now there's and I liked it, and I was like, oh, that's cool. But now there's a Thor cover, and I'm like, I hope this doesn't become a thing. Because uh, I don't have Well, that's something cool though, because that's something you like mixed with something else you love, you know. So right, and it was Spider-Man, the Thor one. I'm like, eh, should yeah. I get it? Should I not? So yeah, yeah, that's I think everything that came in that I personally picked up this week. Right. On to comic news. This book sucks. Where do all Spider-Man's webs go? Do you think the Human Torch frames on during sex? Is this in mint condition? Reboot? Time travel? Again? Yeah, I want to read that, but I'm away from the trade. Look, another Batman book! No one stays dead except for Uncle Ben. Who's going to take it away? Can you tell us about the uh, Mark Wade Francis Monopole Returns to Superman? So on the uh, on the Mark Wade situation, so there's a book coming out. It's Death Metal: The Last Stories of the DC Universe. It's got all kinds of little you know stories about every main character in Death Metal, and uh, the last one is going to be Mark Wade and Francis Manipool. So Mark Wade, you know, from Kingdom Come and Birthright. Right. This will be his first Superman story back since then. Since then, so uh, a lot of hype surrounding that one. Francis Manipool. He did the new 52 Flash, didn't he? That's what I remember him from. Uh, I think so. Um, didn't he do a lot of cover work, though, over the last couple of years? Yeah, I think that's what he's mainly been known for lately. But I just thought that was a cool little bit of news, man. Uh, you know, people really like Mark Wade's Superman. So it'd be interesting to see what he does here. There's not really any other books of, or, you know, stories of note in this book. Uh, Gail Simone is going to do Green Arrow and Black Canary. Um, Jeff Lemire is doing a Green Lantern story. James Tinian doing the Titans. So, I mean, there, there's a little bit, but nothing too crazy. What else you got okay, in the news? Gotcha. Well, I know uh, our, our fearless leaders all excited about uh, Spawn 313 coming out. I'm sure he's already got a stiffy going on. Oh, uh, of course. Mega man. Spawn. Well, this is actually kind of crazy with the whole entire Omega Spawn just because this is a different Omega Spawn. It's a redesign. He looks a lot different. I don't know if you guys got a chance to take a look at the picture of the cover. Yeah, it looks weird with all the little skulls going down his forehead. Yeah, and so last time when they had Omega Spawn in the comics, um, it was Al Simmons' Spawn, and like he took over uh, the Throne of Hell, and he was like 
head dude in charge. This time, throwback, Jim Downey, the white guy who took over the mantle of Spawn for a while. He's actually the new Omega Spawn and crazy different redesign. I don't know if I'm a huge fan of it, but I'm sure that uh, we'll be getting a, a figure of this from McFarland soon. But like, man, they have them like fucking 14, 15 feet tall here uh, on the cover because Spawn in the comics is about seven foot tall. Yeah, he looks really tiny in uh in the he looks cover like a art. Bitch, compared it to almost, fucking Omega yeah. Spawn, it looks kind of almost Photoshop, like really bad Photoshop. How he's kind of hanging there. Looks like Omega Spawn almost looked like a symbiote to me, like a symbiote Spawn or something. Well, Spawn's based off, you know, the Venom. Yeah, yeah, but true. But I mean, it just looked like almost like Venom Pool, like a Venom Pool Spawn. Well, that's pretty dope Omega- though. Last time Omega Spawn was around, it was just Spawn with horns, and he was a little bit bigger. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'm trying to what think. Did they got? make an old? Did they make an old figure for that one in McFarland or no? Never. No, really? Wow. No, I don't remember them doing one at all. What else you got? One? Who's ready for convention? Sure. Uh, anybody here like desperate for conventions? Would you go to a convention next week? Uh, I mean, I could do that toy sale, so I'd be open to go to one, depending on uh, how how busy it was. I'm not in okay. a rush to be asshole to elbow to everybody. See that that's the thing. If if it's asshole to elbow, no, I'll pass. Well, obviously, if it's ass to mouth, I'm down. <laughs> you never go ass to mouth. Go ass to mouth to mouth. You know, okay. So, would you go to Comic Con next year, Gil? Again, as long as it's not, uh, you know, shoulder to shoulder like it is normally every year. Okay, so what? Half the pop, half the half the attendance. Let's make do you it. happy. A hundred percent. So you'd be fine with like about half the attendance. A hundred percent, I would be. Uh, like you know how okay. it is like Wednesday. You know how it is like Wednesday night, preview night. If it was sure, like that, and there's let's only like about three thousand people in the thing. A hundred percent. So what like you're that. saying is you want them to do the snap on STCC. Sure. Well, I think it's not boom. even half. I don't think it's even fifty percent on Wednesday <laughs> on preview night. I think it's like a third. That was a strong snap. So, so why do we have a convention um, coming up? So we are starting to get dates for big conventions uh, rescheduling next year. Two of Reed uh, Pops conventions got uh, announced this uh, week: C two E two and Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, those are both Reed Pop uh, run conventions. It looks like it's going to be a busy, busy December because they both take place back to back weekends of December of next year. So I don't know if Reed is doing that on purpose. I personally think having two big conventions like that back to back weekends hurt. Uh, but I can also see why they're doing it because not that many people are going to be willing to travel, I guess. So it's going to just be only, per se, locals going to these shows. Or they're anticipating it's only going to mostly be locals going to these shows. What do you guys think? It is weird that they're back-to-back like that, but it's almost like they're doing a West Coast, East Coast convention for the most part. Okay, yeah. That, that's how I'm kind of looking at it. Uh, I would like to go to Emerald City, I think. But we will see. Emerald City is a convention that I've gone to the last four years, I believe. Five years. I've never been to a C2E2, though. Yeah. 
Will you be going to Emerald City then, Juan? I would. I would. I mean, usually Emerald City Comic Con uh, is very Funko friendly since their since their uh, headquarters is in Everett up there. So usually one of the benefits of going up there is uh, having a good uh, a good chance of getting uh, those Funko exclusives. But also it's fun because it is a very artist-friendly convention. Whether this year it'll continue to be that, because again, like I said, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people still weary of traveling and flying out of state. You know, who knows? So the real question is, is Juan, are you going to either of these or both of these? I would definitely still go to Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, Again, I've never gone to C2E2. Not Being about as to how it's back to back weeks, and I would probably only pick one. I would still probably still go to Emerald City no matter what, and not see three two. Nice. Well, they're out there, folks. If you want to go, maybe go try and get tickets. All right. What else you got? One. Next up, we have the whole Savage from Valiant. I'm not too sure about this. Have you guys heard anything about this? Yeah. So Savage was a character they introduced. When Valiant relaunched, and Juan, you might know, what was that, like 2012, maybe 2011? I want to say, like, yeah, maybe 2012, 2013. Yeah, and and Savage was introduced around 16, 17, I believe. There's one volume of it. This is a direct sequel. It's volume two. It's basically Savage roaming around modern-day London. So I used to be a really big Valiant fan. Fan, I'll probably hop on this. Uh, it, he's a very Conan-like character, right? Like it, it's kind of in the name, so it's just cool to see Valiant bringing some some new books out. They're they're putting books out a lot slower than most companies right now, but good to see them coming out. Yeah, we don't get too many Valiant books because no one's buying them. Yeah. Uh, about the only book that we were selling on a constant basis was Bloodshot, uh, and even that just. The few customers that were buying that just kind of went away. Yeah, I really like the Valiant Universe, man. Like Exo Manowar, you know, Harbinger, Ninjak, Bloodshot, Savage. Like, I, I actually liked all those. So, just a cool jumping back on point, I guess. Mm-hmm. Something to note. All righty. So, next up, we have this whole... This whole hype that we've had about Null is coming, Null is coming, the Black King is coming. So now, uh, you know, eventually Marvel is going to have to put up and shut up and give us uh, this huge, big storyline. So this week we got King and Black Marauders number one. Did you guys see the cover for this or hear anything about this? Is that Um, just the cover that says Null is coming? No, that one was for the Empire book that came out oh, this okay. week, where it's just okay. all black and it has the words on it. Yeah. Um, no, this book comes out, I believe, next year, February, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it's a spinoff from the X-Men having to deal with the whole Null situation. And we have, you know, the Red Queen Kitty, or Kate Pride, excuse me. She's not Kitty no more leading the Marauders against the fight against Null. So from what I've heard is that the X-Men are going to be pretty involved in this event. Lovely. It's just like an X-Men story to get off a huge event and ride into another one. 
Well, well maybe no, maybe no possesses one of the swords. Oh, maybe. Okay. oh shit! Yep, that. that could be the time. Oh, that could be it too. Yeah. Nice um, call, Matt. Yeah, no problem. I could step in for everyone now and then, you know. He's got a couple of gems here and there. So, yeah, I seen the cover. It's pretty dope. Oh my bad. Yeah. I really like Marauders, and then I fell off after like maybe issue four stuff. I kind of, I don't know. Even the X Men in general, just my my interest in those books just kind of waned a lot after. It's just too many uh, damn House books. Power. Well, like I said, once I catch up with all of it, I'll let you know how it is. You guys, <laughs> I yeah. have all of them. So like things like this. One of these days. I'm a, I'm a sucker for things like this, like it, because it's dealing with Venom and Noel and all that shit. I'm into it. Like this cover caught my interest. We got I, Iceman, Pyro, um, sorry, Kate. You said Kate and uh, Bishop facing off against. Like it looks like symbiotes are coming after them. I right. think most of these books, I'm gonna have to talk to you one and try to see if I could get them on the pool or something. So you're gonna try to get every tie-in and stuff like that. I don't that, know about every tie-in, but I will. Just the main I'm gonna have to go over. I'm gonna have to go over the list and see what I want to get. But definitely okay. that story. Jade, the biggest problem with it is like when you look at the indie books and the amount that are released per per title, it's so so small. And then when you look at the stack of X-Men books you have to read to get through like the series and get through just the X of Swords storyline, it's daunting. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. And it's like, ugh, I gotta read another X-Men book. <laughs> it's like no, too much. Yeah, no joke. Well, what an example is 22 parts for uh, swords. Exactly. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, that's, that's why the indie books much. are doing so well. It's a breath of fresh air from all this shit, you know? If, if you can't tell a story in 12 books, you don't need to tell a story. Or that's six. How I feel about it. <laughs> Some of the best six ones is, are told yeah. in six, you know? Yeah. I, but 12 I really six. fleshes the story out. I say six, six is great for any miniseries. Eight, if you have a really convoluted storyline. Yeah, so we all know got... how convoluted comics are. What yeah, if we have any more convoluted comic news? X-Men Legends is last on our list. Since we're on the whole topic of Null and Cape Pride and the Marauders, uh, have you guys heard about this? I have not. Negative. I have. X-Men Legends comes out around the same time as the Marauders one is sometime in February of next year. Yes, uh, most of the solicitations uh, coming out right now are for early next year. Do you get uh, any details on what the Legends is about? I do not, Guild, do you? I do. So they're actually going to be going into like a little bit of uh, more details in the 90 Eras stories. So uh, they're going to be digging into that. So I just think that's pretty badass. Like they're gonna be going into what's called the '90s team, Adam X, now, is this Extreme, a, uh, and then is this they a also book said, like Black, White, it, and Blood, where it's gonna be multiple storytellers. Yes, and stuff inside an, the book, like an okay. anthology, is what they said. Yeah. Uh, anthology, a bunch of different. Uh, it says each issue features different creative uh, teams, flashing back to iconic eras throughout the X Men history. Um, we have X-Men veterans, Fabian Nikiza and Brett Booth. And maybe I fucked up that Fabian. Nichezza. There we go. Nichezza. I do like um, I do like Brett Booth's art. He's yeah, a great he's, artist. And Fabian Nichezza, if I am correct, I think is one of the original dudes from the Deadpool too. Yeah, he's really? one of the, oh, the creators he, for Deadpool. He yeah, he's basically he like the co-creator. Writing. Didn't he do all the writing for Deadpool? 
Uh, I'm pretty no, sure. Something Rob, like that. Rob Liefeld did absolutely everything. Rob Liefeld. Shut up. Get out of here, so anyways, yeah, <laughs> he created the atomic books. They, <laughs> they said that they're also... If it wasn't for him, nobody would know who Stanley Lee was. <laughs> they said that they're also he gave Stanley Lee his job. The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're going to expand on the third uh, Summers brother as well. So these are just a couple things that they're going to be doing. So anthology series, I don't know if you guys seen the cover, but it's pretty badass. You know, it's that classic 90s art that we love by um, that looks like it's done by Jim Lee. So, Wait, do like, we so know who is... the third Summers brother is? It was supposed to be extreme and then that kind of got canned and then they wanted to make Gambit the third brother. Oh, God, no. <laughs> well, it's, well, it's this uh, featuring... Adam X the Extreme. So I think they're bringing it oh, okay, back. Okay, they're bringing it back. Huh? Okay. This is Adam X the Extreme and the mystery of the exclusive third brother, uh, third Summer's brother. Well, Sorry, technically brother. it would be the fourth because Vulcan is the third brother. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck happened to Vulcan? He gets no love, man. You guys might know, didn't they do a golden blue comic book series like just a few years back that was going back to the 90s X Men? Well, that was X Men yeah, 92. Did. Yeah. So you think this is going to be kind of like that again, or do you think this is something completely different? I think X-Men 92 was more dealing with the cartoon than anything. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So this is going back to the, like, the old school comics then? Right. Yeah. Okay, all right. I might be down for this one, so there's something I've got to reevaluate as well. <laughs> God, yeah, don't get sucked in, man. more news comes out and uh, X-Men we see what's though, going on. This is one of the first things that got me into like this shit. Know, me it was too. like the X Men animated series back in the day. I just wonder what stories they're gonna try to flesh out. That'll be the biggest thing. Yeah. So, anyways, let's go ahead and get get into collectibles pickups. Let's see. One, did you pick up anything this week for the personal collection? For the personal collection, did I pick anything up? I do video games count. That, that uh, way the. Oh, uh, well, yeah. For video games, they're not. I was going to say, talk anything. about it in video games. Yeah, yeah I was like, what the fuck? We about usually... what we do on the Geek Out show again. For real, yes. man. What well, likely, fuck? likely, <laughs> Watt has purchased this but has not played it yet. So Yeah, exactly. So I haven't <laughs> played it. It's a collectible it, but... at the moment. Well, <laughs> when you better not say what it <laughs> is. Technically, I didn't pick it up either. So it got picked up for me. I would gifted it. You better not say what it is. I better not say what it is. Then no, I don't think I picked up anything for the personal collection this week, except for the thing that I cannot say until the next segment. <laughs> uh, there's there's uh, two more segments. Two more segments. Okay, my bad. Um, Matt, did you pick up anything this week? Um, yeah, I got um, the two-pack of Rogue and Pyro in. I got two of those in. I got a little package from Seth. It was a uh, Star Wars beast creature. Um, I don't know what he called it. I think he called it Kobe or something weird like that. It's the fish, right? From Yeah, the big the fish that looks like he goes perfect with Baron Benz. I was about uh, to say TMI. <laughs> and then um, I picked up, uh, he also sent me the uh, Hercules figure, the Marvel Legends Hercules figure. So that was dope. Yeah, I don't know if I picked up anything else other than that this week. I'm trying to think. I don't know if you guys watch the live, you'll see everything I picked up from the last two weeks. So that was, I think that was it. Um, it's called anybody a, else pick anything good up? Just real quick, that is called an an Oppie Sea Killer. So you can find more tidbits like that on the Canon Cantina. Just Opie, so you know. that's what he called it. He called it Opie. Yep. All right. 
Anybody else pick up anything good? I picked up a whole mess of shit. You guys want to listen to me? Down? 100%. I got some vintage collection figures. I got the new Hondo and Chirrut Emway single-carded. Picked up the Black Series Gaming Great Scout Trooper from... What is that? Fallen Jedi Order? Jedi Fallen Order? Uh, that's a really cool one, man. It's just kind of a retake on the on the Scout Trooper design. Gil, you hooked me up with the Mezco's Baker's Dozen while I was working, so I appreciate I that. It's a, it's a really nice set, man. I, I find it kind of unnecessary that like all the magazines and stuff come out, but it's cool, I guess. I think this is meant to be painted, if I'm not mistaken. Like some of the like the axe handle and, and shotgun grips are textured like wood. So I think these are actually meant to be painted. Well, someone did like uh, some dry brushing and painting. And man, it looks phenomenal. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you could do that. You'll have to tag me in that, man, so I can check it out. For sure. I uh, picked up a new pin from uh, two new pins for my Mando board. I got one from Punch It Chewy Express on instagram it's kind of a it's like the child and mando in a gunfight and then my buddy mike swung by and dropped off the walmart exclusive chromed out mando fig pin so got that one got some shit from t public my carl's coffee bean cup which came out great super happy with that and my black hole comics t-shirt which is yeah it's all right Mike also dropped off two Black Series 332nd Troopers, bringing my troop to a close. So I'm good there. And I picked up some John Walker Customs SHF Mando neck pegs. They just kind of, they're a little bit bigger than the stock ones, and it changes that figure, man. It, it, it um, raises the head, right? So it doesn't say right. solo? Yeah. How it does just, it look? It makes it look like it has a neck. Which is all oh, I needed. Nice. <laughs> nice. So that's what I got, man. Not so many figures as much as other collectibles, but it's all coming in. Check out our T Public, man. That shit is uh, it's pretty nice stuff. Shout out to the guys that have already purchased some. Gil, what'd you get? Um, I'm trying to think. I didn't get anything collectible wise this week, man. Um, I'm still waiting for everything to come in. This is why you fail. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I'm a failure. Yeah, I'm just still waiting for everything to come in because the one package I was supposed to get on Friday got delayed. Um, so, yeah, USPS fucking sucks. So, this segment is uh, sponsored by USPS. Fuck you. Anyways, let's get into collectible news. Matt, go ahead. Take it away. Too open or not too open? That is the question. Ah, the McFarland Spider-Man. After all these years, I finally have one. Fuck that noise. I got the new contender for best Spider-Man figure right over here. Yeah, fuck it. I don't need more than one point of articulation anyway. Hey, Funko Pops, baby. All right, we got a lot to talk about this week, actually. Um, Let's start off with some Black Series stuff. We have a Black Series helmet, the Mandalorian helmet. It's going to be one that you can actually... Is this going to be one that you can put on, or is this just like a prop? Yeah, no, so it's... it's you can a, put it on. Yeah, it's a role-playing item. If you don't have a too big of a head, you'll be able to put this on. Um, it looks really good. Is anybody here going to pick that one up? Besides Jade? I think it already went up on Monday. 
I think it already went up on Monday, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that Jade already has that locked in, right, Jade? Yes, sir. Yeah, it's oh, coming out in June. Sure. Uh, it was last Monday's Mando Monday, which we actually got leaks of this man- week's Mando Monday. Um, before we move on, did anyone else get the, the helmet? Juan, you picked up a couple? Uh, I have them up for pre-order at the store. Sweet. So go to nice. comicandfigureaddicts.co to go get you one. This is the way. Also, in Black Series news, uh, Revenant Stormtrooper, uh, Target exclusive. <laughs> I don't know how anybody feels about that. Um, sold those out. Sold out, huh? Yeah. So they're wow. doing that same thing where they're doing 3,000 units. So don't okay. trip. You'll see these on shelves. Like right now, everyone's kind of going through resets for Christmas and stuff. They'll be there. They'll be there. We have... Um, Clone Wars Asajj Ventress. That looks dope. She came out real nice. And she has yeah. a cloth uh, skirt, right? Yeah, and it's like a like a shimmery purple. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. They they mentioned that specifically in the fan first Friday that they were trying to get that kind of shimmer to it, but it came out really nice. I liked it. They did a good job. Um, also, Hunter and Crosshairs. And Crosshair is the one that comes with the uh, removable helmet. Fucking dope. Um, and then you're also going to be getting from the Mandalorian, Grief Karga, <laughs> Quill, and uh, Grandpa Moff Gideon. Yeah, these are the ones that were actually leaked. So by the time you hear this, will already be announced, but these actually get announced tomorrow. Um, They're general release, from what I can tell. Yeah, we, des- we desperately I've had need. Up, uh... I've had them uh, ordered from Entertainment Earth for a couple of months. And real quick, though, I just want to give a shout out because uh, I completely forgot to talk about this man last week. So I guess I would count as my pickups. Uh, Artman underscore customs on Instagram. He actually made some 3D printed um, dark sabers that you can pick up now. Fairly cheap. Uh, painted, 15 bucks. Unpainted, unpainted, 7 bucks, I think, or 8 bucks shipped. So those prices are shipped. So hit them up. They're really good quality. You heard it here. Um, the reason I said Grandpa Moff Gideon is because I think the face sculpt looks a little off. What do you guys think about the face sculpts for uh, Moff Gideon and Grief Cargo? Hasbro has really come a long way with the face print technology, but there are still some misses. I think they look good. For a $20 figure, I think it looks good. Yeah, for what it is, I think it's all right. Yeah, for a twenty-five yeah, figure, even possible. Marvel Legends mess it up. <laughs> but I mean, and there are times where they get it better than SHF too. So uh, the, this might be one of those times. You did prove us with that one time. Yeah, go all you the way back you. to like the Not second us, episode. You. <laughs> because you're the one arguing against them. <laughs> uh, you'll be getting a vintage collection Sutton. Yeah, which is a repack, but. It's never been on its own card before, so I'm pumped for that one myself. So what's the HasLab update? Does this have something to do with uh, your beloved? Yeah, so we never talked about the uh, final numbers for the, the Razor Crest. And as of this recording, it is done and funded. And, you know, the episode we last talked about, we thought it might have a chance to break the Sentinels record of 21.9. It smoked that record. Uh, the final number was twenty-eight eight twenty-two. 
So just over $10 million. Killing the Sentinel sales. Yep. Uh, they didn't give us anything else. You know, they don't owe us anything else. Legends collectors, bow down to your Star Wars superiors. Sorry. We lost exactly. this battle. And this isn't something that was army built either. Yeah. And so. Star Wars uh, collectors are getting hit in their wallets even harder with the announcement of Hot Toys Moff Gideon and uh, Tusken Raider. So here's a here's a reward for you. Bang, bang, to your wallet. These are passes for me. Really? They're, they're going to be extremely nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking to my rules, but I'm sure you can pick them up from Juan. And well, Moff Gideon amazing. is definitely a Mandalorian figure, so why wouldn't you pick that up? No, just the just Din Djarin. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. No bad guys for him to fight? Nah, dude, I'm not going to play Come on. Yeah. Come on. So you wouldn't get an Ahsoka, Rosario Dawson, or Sasha Banks, or anybody else? All right, guys, I need y'all to stop. <laughs> Maybe a Bo-Katan. <laughs> uh, we know that... Uh, Juan's definitely going to be picking some of these up for his shop. Uh, Gil, any interest in the Hot Toys? Star Wars? Dude, the Moff Gideon, bro, that's... Yeah, it's looking... I don't know, man. I, I might. I want to see the full reveal, but like just the sneak peek, I was like, yo, that's fucking dope as shit, man. There, there's some leaks going around on the next episode with Moff Gideon, thanks to Topps Card Trader. Um, if it came with a certain accessory... It might make it that much more tempting. And that's all I'm going to say. Dark Saber? Oh, it does come with the Dark Saber, right? Oh, my God. Come on, man. Yeah, it's something, that you, ha- it's something you haven't seen yet. The Dark Dildo. <laughs> okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> At least I kept it clean. Jesus, come on. At least I kept it canon. It's a spoiler. It's, uh, it's his head from Breaking Bad. All right. The half no off face. Oh, nice. Let's not move on from Hot Toys just yet. We had the reveal of uh, Miles Morales. Is this a Gamerverse uh, version of him? Yes. Because yes. I noticed the cat, and I, I don't know the cat from anything else. This. This is a... I, I need this. I already told one. Like, I tagged him in my post. So I was like, yo, I'm going to have to order this from uh, pre-order this from CFA. And I told the boys that uh, my lady wants this figure for the cat, so I might just get this figure. Just for the cat. <laughs> she, can the cat. Cat. she can have the cat and all the Miles Morales. Anyone else picking this one up? Besides Juan for the store, Juan, will you put this in your personal or not? It's super nice, know. and I'm I sure. I don't know if I'll pick it up for my Spider-Man display. Maybe, possibly. Asterix. Sorry, Jade. What did you say? I was going to say uh, it looks great, man. I'm sure this will be a very hot seller. I think so, too. So uh, if you're going to order that, jump on the pre-order as soon as you have the money to or as soon as you can afford to. Um, the Mezco Dakota ring benefits are going to be extended until June 30th, 2021. Is that correct, guys? Maybe for the next uh, SDCC, hopefully. Yeah. So I got an email. I don't I think me. I think maybe one. Did you get the gold miss? What? The gold miss. Gold to go miss. The 20th anniversary one. Yeah, I have the ring. Okay, no, because ah, uh, I don't know. They sent out the email to everybody who's a part of that. That since the whole entire shit with the coronavirus, they felt bad. Nobody really got to fully take advantage of right. the uh, discounts, so they're extending it until June of next year. Oh, okay, didn't they so, use yeah. it for the? Didn't we have to use it to decode something earlier this year? Earlier this year, yeah, there was a discount for like ten, fifteen percent off. But they said that they will be sending. Uh, uh, email shortly 
So who knows, maybe in about a week or two uh, about, I don't know, some special message. So stay tuned. So fingers crossed. Hopefully it's a cool discount or something like that. It totally seems like the whole Hasbro Pulse thing. Where they yeah, come up yeah, because we, totally <laughs> we totally just got said, shafted. We totally got shafted. Here's another free year, by the way. Right? They still <laughs> haven't taken my Hasbro Pulse away. That thing was supposed to be taken away months ago. So I don't know. I wish they'd let us order cases. I mean, your LCS or me. <laughs> just saying. You got plenty of avenues to get this figure. So if you if you miss out on it, it's on you. So what else you got? Oh, uh, we have uh, well something you'll be happy about: Machine Dramon model kit announced yes, for sir. February 2021. Uh, yeah, I'm fucking excited about this, man. Is Bandai uh, putting these out? So it. It's uh, what's it called? Bluefin is well, yeah, it's part of the Bandai Figurize, oh. the Figurize model kits. That's where all these uh, Digimon ones are coming out there. Shinjamon is a badass, so that's gonna be a dope kit. Uh, yeah, is it from is what it, it looks pretty big? Like, yeah, so this is actually gonna be their biggest kit to date, if I'm not mistaken, and I think uh, it's gonna have light up features as well. So that's why this guy, rather than being the usual 45. Is going to be actually like seventy five bucks if I'm not mistaken. Still not bad. Most no, light up feature what, toys go over a hundred. Sorry, so. hold on. Uh, sorry, hold on. Seventy two dollars. There we go. And this is going to be ten inches tall. Most of the not other bad. kits uh, right now have been about like six to seven. So yeah, we got uh, about ten inches. And then Machine Dramon is one of like the serpent ones, right? So it looks like a metal version of. War Greymon. Or metal, oh, okay, no, sorry. Okay. Metal Greymon. Oh, never mind. I was thinking about the Metal Seedramon. That's what I was thinking of. No, this guy's the guy with the cannons and whatnot. So it says that it has wires, um, two wires running, in which it does show wires. And it looks like the eyes are light up. That, he has a cape? The, proto, the promo images have. What, what was it? Does he have a cape? You definitely need to look up what this guy looks like. Oh, my bad. When you said yeah. the wires, you were confusing me. But that's for the um, light-up feature, right? Yes, sir. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah so, I'll definitely have to look at him. It's been a while since I looked at him. Uh, he has crazy machine. range and articulation, so I'm going to have to definitely get this guy. He he moves a lot more than what I thought he was going to be able to move. Oh, shit. Nice. Okay. That's not at all the one I was thinking. <laughs> all right. Um. Also, Marvel Legends, King Thanos revealed... Um. Anyone picking this one up? Looks dope. Some extra heads. Um, definitely a new Thanos that we haven't seen before. I love Man, it. I'm Thanos out. Finally. <laughs> Got two different opinions there. Jade's Thanos out, and Juan loves it, right? Is that what it's I heard? I'm Thanos it. that I grew I'm... up with. Okay, okay. It just looks perfect. Yeah, I think it looks great, too, and I think I will pick this one up for my collection. I'm glad I didn't pick up the um, any of the newer ones. I really like this guy, especially the uh, King Thanos head. King Thanos head. That's just dope. Is that at that $30 price point? Yeah. Uh-huh. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. Um, something I'm excited about. Mythic Legion's uh, G-Con happened over the weekend. And uh, the Ilithia wave was revealed. Uh, multiple figures. Um, Ilithia herself was shown. Badass vampire chick with like multiple little arm accessories popping out her back with scales and swords and stuff like that. Phobos, her horse that she rides on, a dark mare looking horse with uh, cool battle armor, 
like nice wing helmet coming off its head. We have um, a Ferris, the uh, centaur. Really cool looking figure, really unique. Has a <laughs> lower horse body and then the upper body of like kind of a goat man. He has like kind of a goat man face with a beard. Really dope figure. I, I ordered him for sure. We got Baron Voligar 2. Uh, this and I heard all the, a lot of the soft goods was bu- done by CJSEM. Um, so oh, that's so pretty shout cool. Out to him, that's like what's to Yeah, Mythic Legions is really good about getting. They're really involved in the community, man. And him, him and his wife had been working with uh, Four Horsemen quite a bit, and um, some other studios too, as far as well as like NECA and things like that too. So it's uh, it's surprising to see them working on the Mythic Legions line. But at the same time, it's not because their uh, their quality is amazing. So it's only going to up the value of these figures, in my opinion. Krotos, he looks like a goat man, a short little goat man. He's about the size of one of the dwarves, I'm guessing. And he looks awesome. I definitely pre-ordered him. Alder, the moose. This is a moose that your figures can ride on. This would be cool for any line, honestly. But I can already man, think I of a ton of cool moose. things for him. I already, I already pre-ordered him. Uh, there's nothing cooler than a moose. <laughs> a moose for your figures to ride on. We got yeah, Artemis, too. Yeah. Uh, she's an elf female. Uh, she has like this horn headdress and a uh, bow. And uh, I passed on her, but she does look really cool. And she does have those soft goods done by CJSEM, the lower kind of skirt piece. It looks really good, actually. And uh, these soft goods look a lot different than any of the ones we've seen on prior Mythic Legions, too. So that was something I noticed right off the bat. Before I knew that they were being produced by CJSEM. Uh, we have Valak. He is a uh, vampire hunter. He has a falcon on his arm. And it just looks really cool and really unique. Uh, something you haven't seen in the line yet for sure. We have Lord Bardic. This is this is by far Four Horsemen's best line. Like Oh, no th- doubt. Th- this wave is in, like the level of detail. I was able to flip through the pictures uh, over on the Geek Out Show Instagram looks amazing man like they went all in this was them giving back to the mythic legions community for sure and and not just like the armor details and everything but when you just look at like the pants and the tunics and stuff they're wearing underneath the level of sculpting and stuff to make it look like it's fabric even though it's not is amazing it's like right up there with like NECA because NECA does a great job at doing that kind of stuff too making uh plastic look like fabric um we have Decibolus, the vampire brute. This is going to be a, like a big size figure. I passed on this guy too. Um, I have a couple of the um, big Cyclops figures. So uh, these guys take up a lot of space. So I passed on him, but he looks amazing. We have Varg, and he's like the fully fleshed out vampire with the wings, bare chested, uh, really cool vampire head with the big ears. This guy looks awesome. I really like that guy, man. Like Me too. This was the I've one that never... stood out hard. I've never bought a Mythic Legions figure, but I'm like looking at them. I'm like, hmm, maybe my first. I don't know. And you could put him with anything, bro. Like you can put him with Hellboy. You can put him with like um, any kind of vampire hunter, Blade. You could put him with so much stuff. Like he'd be a fun yeah, figure for anything. Their villain, their villains are great for anything too. Exactly. Um, and then there's been a lot of awesome uh, customs shown off. I know Detour Customs was a part of the Mythic uh, of the Legions Con. Um, he showed off some custom work. He sold some custom work over the weekend. Um, a lot of other great customizers, Wolf King Customs, My Action Figure Customs. A lot of people were a part of this event. 
Um, there's not enough shout outs to give. So anybody who is a part of it, uh, shout out to the My, My Wife's Going to Kill Me podcast for hosting the event. Shout out to Four Horsemen for putting this thing on. And shout out to all the great customizers and people who contributed to it. Shout out to Nikki Nicole. She does some really amazing customs, uh, Mythic Legions on Instagram. Uh, check her account out. Um, a lot of great customizers in the Mythic Legions community. There's too many shout outs to go around. If I missed your name, sorry, but know that you know your work's appreciated in the community. Last thing to talk about, and I think this is some really big news in the um, toy world because we've had a lot of uh, drama going around this company recently. Megalopolis, oh my God. <laughs> Megalopolis um, has some important policy updates. I have the email here, so I'm just going to read straight from the top just so I don't get anything skewed or mixed up. Um, the policy updates read like this. We've heard your feedback and overhauled our policies below our few key updates. I'm not going to click for the complete list of policies. I'm just going to go over what's featured here. Uh, cancellations, refunds. Cancel your order and receive a refund with no hassle or any pre-shipped or on any pre-shipped order. Pre-shipped, mind you. No restocking fees. Pre-orders, payment plans, and returns are free of any additional fees regardless of circumstance. Returns. Megalopolis, Megalopolis will cover return shipping for damaged, defective, and mistaken items. Shipping insurance not necessary. No, if you have an order that is still pending, the above terms are likewise applicable. So obviously there was um, a lot of drama with this company um, over the past few months. People not getting what they ordered on time. Um, them saying they had in-stock items and not sending right away. People getting damaged items, not being able to cancel properly. Uh, Megalopolis keeping their money. So there's been a lot of stuff. So this is uh, obviously Megalopolis has finally had to take notice of these things. And um, they're going to try to change things apparently. So we'll see how that goes. We'll keep you updated on that. Is but, this um, the store that was doing uh, doing the stuff with Shardimus Prime? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, probably. He, he was sponsored by them for a while. They're he was ones... sponsored for them earlier this year, right? Right, and he they're had ones... a signing at the store or something. Oh, I didn't know anything about that, but I, I know, know they. A lot of people have not been getting the figures that they paid for months ago. So, um, and they cut their. They cut their landline. Like there's no way to contact them for a long time. So uh, I was lucky. I never bought anything from them, and I probably won't start now. Even though they're starting some pretty cool lines, like they're responsible for the, the barnyard toads commandos in barnyard. Yeah, Earth yeah, they're Which going. Like, are they doing those things? Gym? Sorry, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. They are doing Earth version. What I was going to say is like some of their posts. They're turning off the comment section as well. Mm -hmm. So like they're just doing posts, no comments. Yeah, they know I what happened, and that sucks. I think the main reason they're responding now is because they're having all these toy lines that they're a part of starting to come out, and they don't want to see those toy lines take bad flack because of their company's policies of the way they sell toys. It's um, hard for me to, to get on board now, though. But right. as being a Megalopolis customer in the past, I've never had any issues with this company. Honestly, I've ordered from them multiple times, and I've gotten some really great deals on some figures, so... I have never had a complaint, but I have heard and hear many complaints. So it's not like it doesn't happen. I can't denounce that. But I can say that I have received everything I've ordered from them. And they have had a big deal to do with some of the Mythic Legion sales in the past, too. So that's a big thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder what if Mythic Legion's Four Horsemen had to tell, you know, basically, were they involved in G-Con at all? Not to my knowledge. So I wonder if they had to line them out and be like, hey, we can't do business with y'all moving forward if, if you don't get shit straightened out. Well, and nothing was actually 
nothing. I don't think anything was officially sold through um, Four Horsemen during G-Con. Oh, one thing I did forget to say, though. Um, Cosmic Legions are coming. Stay tuned. And that will be the Cosmic-based Mythic Legions figures. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. It'll go well with your Star Wars collection, Ooh, I bet. Nice. A whole That's lot of aliens and things news, right? to go with your Star Wars. That's it for collectible news. All right, so let's go ahead and get into anime. Did anybody watch anything for anime? Jade? Matt? Maybe. Maybe I did. Well, Maybe not did. this week. Yeah, 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 yeah no. Yeah, yeah I watched I watched episode one of Blood of Zeus. What'd you think? Hold on, or Blood think? of Gods. It's good, man. I really like no, it. Blood of Zeus. Is it Blood of Zeus? Yeah. Oh, Blood of Gods is Eric's comic book. Sorry. Yeah. Blood of Zeus. Uh, I liked it, man. It was it's pretty good. I like the art style. It's definitely gory. Um, like when that chick is. That, let's just talk about episode one if you guys are cool with that. Because I am going to read it or I am well, going to finish watching it. Shout out Blood of God, Blood of God's comics. <laughs> right, hundred percent. Right. right. Um, basically, like I thought the demons were really cool looking. Uh, like I said, it was kind of gory, like the chick floating around with her guts all hanging out. Um, it's interesting, man. It's got me. You know, I'm glad it's only eight, eight episodes. I'll watch eight. I won't watch. How about that? How about that dude getting pinned to a tree by his mouth with an axe? In the first like five seconds, that's when you first meet Heron, right? Or Heron? Uh, no, when uh, when um, when that lady and her group crew is riding down the hill at first, oh, okay, against the, the demons, woods. yeah. And the one dude just gets an axe like right through his mouth, and he gets pinned against a tree, and the rest of his body just slides down the while the top of his head stays there. Yeah, the animation's definitely brutal. wild, man. It's yeah. good. It's definitely brutal. Um, but yeah, so you liked it. You should check out. Yeah, you would probably dig it. One, it's not. It's what's it's, it called? It's not too anime ish. <laughs> That's exactly. Well, what it's, it has it's nothing not... to do whether it's anime ish or not. It just I already have the time to sit down and watch it. Well, yeah, it's twenty two minute episodes, so you can fly through it really. And there's like only it's, eight. It's like a movie's worth of anime. Okay. Honestly, what's it called? Blood of Zeus. Blood of Zeus. And, and talking about Blood of Zeus, I actually finished it on Monday. I watched the very last episode. Dude, fucking epic. Like, the last few episodes are super epic. I'm not going to get into it until Jade's completely done. Then me, Jade, and Matt, hopefully one could join us as well and chime in. Uh, but hopefully the three of us will go over it once we're all done watching it. But it's fucking epic at the end. Sweet. Looking forward to it. So nothing else? Nobody watched anything else anime related? No, not this week. All right. No, that's that's cool. That's fine. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch anything else uh, anime related other than that. So I finished that show up. Highly recommend. Go check it out. But let's go ahead and get into the news. I am a ghoul. Every day I wake up this mind about talking about we have seven deadly sins the dragon's judgment coming out january 6 2021 we knew that it was going to come out early in 2021 i did not know the first week of 2021 so holy shit that's going to be um 
in Netflix because I believe right now it is out in Japan, so it's going to be coming to Netflix dubbed. Like I said, Dragons to Judgment. The poster's out right now. It looks like they're going back to the old art style, which I really do like because not a huge fan of the art style that they did for season three. It was kind of uh, dumbed down a bit, I feel like. So yeah, I'm, I'm just glad that we're finally going to get it. You know, it's the old school uh, um, animation that we had. This was originally supposed to come out August of uh, 2020. So yeah, it's, it's been delayed quite a few months. So that does suck. We also have Stu- uh, Studio Ghibli announcing their first ever CG anime. Usually everything is like the old school hand-drawn stuff. So they have um, Earwig and The Witch debuting 1230, 2020. It is Japan only right now. We don't have any details on it coming stateside yet, but stay tuned for that. The trailer is out. The poster is out. It looks pretty dope. If I had to guess, HBO Max will be getting it since they have the studio Gilby rights or whatever. Ghibli. Ghibli. I like their stuff, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Spirited Away is like one of my favorite ones. Dude, I love Spirited Away. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. Princess Mononoke is the the top. That's 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 a good one. Yeah, yeah. They're that one's good. that one's like not top. Spirited Away is top tier for me. Sorry, that was just the first one that I ever seen for by Studio Ghibli. So, my bad. We could get into the debate about that shit, but yeah. Anyway, let's fight. <laughs> so, anyways, let's go. If ahead. it's an anime fight, it's gonna last forty eight episodes. Yeah, Better yet, charge up for forty. I challenge you to a duel. Oh, get get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're so fucking lame. So yeah, uh, let's go ahead and get into video games. Did anybody play anything? No, 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 no. Okay, uh, no, I'm anybody... finishing up my DLC for Spider-Man. Did anyone? Sorry, I should say, did anyone buy or play anything for video games? One. Or hey, different? I can talk about it now. Yay! Oh. Uh. Liz bought me the Miles Morales game. Well, for, I don't know. Uh, we don't really talk. PS4. We don't really talk about pickups here, right? I'm just saying. <laughs> it's fine. You're right. Sure. Okay, you got it. <laughs> you corral them, Cobb. It's it's fine to talk about pickups here, guys. So, anyways, yes. Uh, so you haven't got a chance to play it yet, one? No, she. Uh, we went outside. And she she got her she got her new Samsung phone, the flip one that has like the humongous fucking screen um and we were at best buy and we were at the register and someone uh next to us bought it and she's like oh it came out i'm like oh yeah it came out with the, with the new playstation she's like did you buy it i'm like no not yet and then she just grabbed she asked the the cashier to grab one and she bought it for me so oh good job liz so, so we actually are gonna have i lied i did play a game Thanks for I, I, I went old school. Play? I went old school and I played Final Fantasy VIII for like a half hour. It was great. Thank you for interrupting me for that uh, riveting information. We definitely did need that. I appreciate that. You're welcome. So, anyways, before I was rudely interrupted, I want to give a special shout out to uh, Daiso Mike out there because Daiso Mike submitted us a little recording, a little review that he picked up the PS5. So he has a small little review and his thoughts and impressions on the PS5. So we'll go ahead and insert that now. Hey, what up, folks? This is uh, Dyson Mike here giving you a quick review for the PlayStation 5 that just came out. So 
really cutting straight to the chase uh, on this new console, I would definitely say pick it up. Especially if you own a 4K television with HDR or and or if you have a uh, just a regular uh, PlayStation 4 like myself. So I actually never owned a uh, I actually never upgraded to a PlayStation 4 Pro. So for me, this was definitely a huge upgrade uh, from the from the PlayStation 4. Now, for those of you who are not aware, by the way, uh 90 I would remember 95% of the PlayStation 4 games actually can play on the the PlayStation 5. So, uh when you load up the games, uh whether you know digitally or you know if you have the you know physical copies on the the PlayStation 5, uh there are certain games that uh will actually right off the bat get a uh, end up end up getting like a huge upgrade whether it's uh the textures or uh the frame rates. So many of the many of the games, uh, especially you know ones developed by Sony itself, uh, they they end up with the, you end up getting uh, the games in like 4K resolution. Um, but keep in mind though, uh, unfortunately for me though, um, I I still have a uh, a 1080p, so uh, like I probably won't I probably don't I probably don't get the full experience uh, like everyone else though. But uh, a lot of the games I noticed like end up getting like huge. Uh, huge technical upgrades so um, one of the games that i played was uh, ghost of tsushima that came out on playstation 4 uh when it lo- loaded up on the 5 uh i definitely noticed some uh, huge uh, graphical upgrades like in the textures and uh and uh if i remember too i think if i remember they even played at like 60 frames per second and uh if i remember like they play only played like a 30 fps so uh yeah i definitely noticed like a huge upgrade there um now one one thing that I noticed uh, that that happened on all my PS4 games so far um, on my on my on my PlayStation 5 was the loading time. Loading time, like I'll, I'll definitely tell you, like the one thing that stood out, like right off the like from the very beginning was the loading time. It was quick. Let me tell you, super quick. Uh, one, I remember uh, I loaded up Grand Theft Auto Five. Uh, for those of you who actually had, who actually, for those of you who have the game on PS4, <laughs> that sucker took about maybe like maybe like two, three, four minutes maybe to like just to load up. When I loaded up on my PS5, oh my goodness, like it only took like less than a minute. Like I'm not exaggerating. It was like it was super quick. Um, some of the games too, like many other games too, like I know, like maybe take like that took like a minute on the PS4 to load up. A lot of them just like maybe took then, not even like ten seconds. Like it loaded up super quick. Oh my goodness! Uh, it, it was almost like it almost took me back to like you know the old school like you know Nintendo Sega Genesis games, the cartridge games like that never had a loading screens so i don't know man like i don't especially for younger folks i don't know if like you guys remember like playing any games that didn't have any loading screens but you know i remember like growing up as a kid when this 8-bit 16-bit era we never had any loading screens like we had zero loading screens it's not until like the disc you know we had our consoles came in disc you know we finally got loading screens that took me like five ten minutes to load up so that was that was a huge surprise for me on on the the playstation 5 now for those of you who are wondering okay how are the the playstation 5 games themselves okay well first off uh, the only games that i picked up on 
the console was uh, Call of Duty uh, Cold War, the new Call of Duty, and I end up getting the uh, the deluxe edition of uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, which also included the remaster of the first Spider-Man game that came out on the PlayStation 4. Okay, uh, without going too much of a review for both games uh i can definitely tell you uh the games uh definitely had huge uh texture uh how should i put it um the graphics were much better like you could definitely see that you know there was huge graphical up like huge graphical changes like maybe like graphics that you probably can't see on the playstation 4 i might be exaggerating on that though but uh i def i could definitely tell like you know like the Call of Duty games, I I basically play every single Call of Duty campaign that came out comes out like every year, and uh, visual wise, uh, this new Call of Duty definitely had like huge like like had a very realistic uh, feel to it. Looks the textures look more realistic, especially like the skin tones and whatnot. And uh, um, and of course, it ran. I had it run at sixty. It looked like it definitely looked like it ran at sixty frames per second. Uh, Spider Man. The Spider-Man Miles uh, definitely uh, had it. Definitely had really strong visuals in the game. Gameplay-wise, it actually played the same way as the previous Spider-Man. So, and of course, he got the uh, 60 FPS. Um, if I remember too, like I one thing I, I remember also, like the option menu in, in the Spider-Man games is, was uh, they, it actually let you choose if you want to do like a higher texture rate, but then uh, runs at like 30 frames per second and. And it also gives you an option too, like if you want to get go at a lower texture rate, but then you get a smooth locked uh, 60 frames per second. So that was pretty cool. Um, one other feature um, in the in uh, in the with the console was not the console itself, but the actual controller. Oh my gosh, the controller felt really really nice. Uh, it was a little bit, it felt a little bit heavier than the the PlayStation 4 controller. Which is fine, but then like the way it was designed had a really good feel, especially when you grip on when you grip it with both hands. It was really good. Um, the second thing, along with the um, with the loading speed, was the the uh, the trigger the the tr- the the L two and the R two triggers. What was really one cool uh, one cool feature that Sony added to the controllers was the. Uh, like a sort of like I forgot what they call it though, but first off, it's called a dual sense. But it had a um, it had a certain pre- like it actually changes in pressure the the L two and the R two triggers. So depending, for example, so like you know if you have like a um, like say like a semi automatic you know machine gun, like you know the uh, the R two the R two trigger would definitely be a little more loose compared to like you know if you maybe had a pistol fire like a shooting a pistol. Like if you had a pistol, maybe like the pressure on the triggers would be like a little bit more heavier. So you have a controller that kind of adapts to like what's happening in the game. So it delivers a little more extra in that immersiveness. Um, so that was cool. Um, I'm not quite sure though, but even the 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 Dual Shock too, like it had a it had a really good feel to it too. Like definitely like the vibrations like in the controller, I. I could be wrong on this, but like it definitely felt like a little bit better from than the uh, than the PlayStation Four controller. So that was definitely something that that stood out to me. Okay, so yeah, all in all, guys, uh, I definitely would say you know go get the console. Oh yeah, uh, one last thing too. Um, if uh, 
like any negatives um i, I should probably bring that up um well first off the um i would definitely say the huge downside uh with uh <laughs> with the playstation 5 so far for me is the the size uh I don't know if you guys see it, but like this sucker was huge, like really huge. Um, like I remember, like uh, yeah, like I like I wish I could show you size by like size comparison here, but like the sucker is huge, and uh, I think even the way it's designed, also like like you can only you can only stand it up uh, like like upright, kind of like kind of like a tall building, so. Um, I would definitely say, like, if once if you ever get the console, like, right at the moment, at the moment, like, yeah, definitely be prepared to make some room for it, because, like, I'm I'm definitely telling you, it's it's definitely huge, though. Uh, now, you know, knowing Sony, though, you know, I'm pretty sure, like, you maybe like a second gen or a third gen or maybe even fourth gen version of this console will probably be like more much more downsized, though. But uh, I would definitely say, though, but. Um, but cutting straight to the chase here, I would definitely say definitely get the console, um, especially, you know, especially right now, as of this recording in November, like just avoid the holiday rush. So in my case, I picked it up just to avoid the rush. So uh, I kind of feel is definitely worth the investment, for, um, the investment um, now because of this now, like I got to like it's kind of forcing me to, at this point to, to like to get a uh, to get a like to get a 4k television with hdr especially like you know during black friday so i definitely try to take advantage of the black friday sale though and um but yeah like especially during this like in 2020 with this pandemic i mean i think this is a good opportunity to like you know just stay at home and play some really good games so i definitely say uh, go for it so yeah thank you for uh, listening in, guys um hopefully i'll get more reviews in coming in um uh, Special shout out to uh, to Gil and the rest of the the Geek Out show for uh, inviting me for this chance to like do this review for you guys. So um, thanks for your time, guys. I'll catch you later, guys. Peace out. Bye. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate that. And another special shout out to uh, Geeky, aka Gary. He also did a, another voicemail uh, that we have on Miles Morales. He played it and he's almost done with it. So he's going to give us a couple thoughts and, you know, his impressions on it. Hello, everybody. My name is Gary. You may also know me as Kiki Fresh on Instagram, the uh, toy photographer and toy collector. But you may not also know that I play a lot of video games. I play video games uh, since I, man, I want to say since I was seven years old with the the original Nintendo living in Los Angeles with my grandmother. She used to buy a bunch of video games for me. And I've been playing ever since. So I want to give my quick thoughts on the latest PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 game, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, this is an expansion from the... 2018 game that came out uh marvel spider-man a couple years back and this is uh this time we follow the story of miles morales becoming his own spider-man and if you've seen some of the promotional art and everything that's on there it says the original tagline from the 2018 game be greater 
And then it also has like a cool little stylized be yourself. And I think this game really hits on that mantra um, as you continue to play the game. As Miles Morales is trying to find his own, try to become his own Spider-Man, be Spider-Man. And this follows um, the events after what happened in 2018 Spider-Man. And Spider-Man goes off for a little bit somewhere and leaves the city under the protection of Miles Morales. Now, Miles Morales is green. He's been only training with, with Spider-Man for... Mm, we're, it's not quite known, but Miles looks a lot older than when we first met him in the first game. So I'm going to assume the game is actually two years old, like this expansion. Um, <clears throat> which is fine. So we follow Miles Morales on his journey to become his own Spider-Man. And... Things get a little dicey for him. I'm not going to go into any spoilers in terms of the story, uh, but I will go over some elements of gameplay and just my overall thoughts on certain things. So here we go. Miles, Miles gameplay feels a lot similar to uh, Peter Parker's in terms of you got the you have a dodge, you have a punch and you have a jump. And of course, you have the web swing. But Additionally, also, um, Miles also have like a, a web gadget wheel where you can pick out gadgets. The difference is, although Miles is, feels very similar to Peter Parker's, he's extremely different at the same time. Whereas Peter Parker in the, in the 2018 game, he was very focused on gadgets and you have to utilize those gadgets to help you defeat enemies. Miles is very much like his his comic book counterpart, where he's extremely OP. Like, his Venom is OP. And I think they made him, I want to say, not too OP in terms of, like, the comic books to make it balanced in the game. Because, trust me, if you're playing on the hardest difficulty... You're gonna die a lot of times to enemies. You're gonna and you're gonna wonder like, yo, I dodged those attacks, but in all reality, the enemies are just harder because you're just too damn good. Miles is too good. Um, so in this game, Miles relies a lot on his venom powers compared to Peter Parker's gadgets, and, and that doesn't say that Miles doesn't have good gadgets, but he doesn't have a lot. I believe Peter Parker had like. Guessing off the top of my head, like at least six to eight different gadgets he can use at any given time. Um, Miles only have about four or five. No, probably even just four. I think it's just four different gadgets, and they're still very good. Um, you have what is like a a hologram that helps fight 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 with you. You can call up to about three or four of them at a time. He has a gravity well that sucks in enemies, so you can. Um, pretty much dispatch them easier and disarm them and he also has a uh like an electric bomb which pretty much you can plant around and and make them detonate and explode multiple enemies at once or you can just shock one enemy now if miles morales was in the 2018 game i think a lot of people were having a, tr a lot of people were having trouble with hammerheads goons i think miles would mop the floor with Hammerhead's goons. That's how good Miles is and his venom powers. And as you continue through the game, you start with one bar, 
then two bars, and then three bars. If you've ever played any, like, fighting games, that's, like, your super bar right there. And you can use all of it and use your most strongest attack, or you can just use two of it, or you can just use one bar of it. And no matter what bar you use, it's still pretty good. He has, like, a a venom punch, and enemies that are getting, enemies knocked, um, knocked back will stun other enemies that's in his path. He has a venom throw, which he just literally, like, if you're web swinging and you're, you know, approaching a rooftop full of bad guys, you can just swing up there and basically venom grab somebody and just toss them away, like slam him to the ground. And he has other attacks as well that are venom based that are extremely powerful and are good for multiple situations, whether it's uh, armored, vi- armored villains or um, or area control. And we get to use this power very early in the game when fighting Rhino. So when you get to that part of the game, it's literally at the beginning of the game, it's amazing. Uh, The story, on the other hand, the story isn't groundbreaking. Uh, At least it's not as far as I've gotten so far. There are some really cool hidden gems that have occurred in the story so far. Like certain characters show up here and there. Um, The story isn't beat for beat like the comic book, but it does take elements from it, which is, I think which is good. Um, I personally think of the three stories that we have so far of Miles Morales from video game to um, movie to uh, comic book, the comic book is probably the weakest of the three. And that says a lot when it comes to the writing. It's very much like the 2008 story too, where... Uh, Spider-Man is fighting against the underground and the underground is fighting against a larger corporation and things get a little bit more convoluted and, and complex as things go along. As far as like the game goes itself, it's still basically side missions, main missions and collectibles. And it doesn't stray away from that formula too much. I think they do differentiate in terms of how the side missions are uh, given to you. And it's given through to you through an app, and that's cool and all, but uh, it, it doesn't take. It's not too different from what it was before. I do have some minor gripes, and mind you, I'm playing on the PlayStation Four version, not the PlayStation Five version of the game. And my biggest gripe is that this game doesn't feel, or sometimes doesn't look as good as the 2008 version. I know you're wondering to yourself, like, yo, that doesn't make any sense. Isn't it the same game? And that's what I thought, too, because I felt like the assets and the resources are all pretty much the same. The only difference is, is that the landscaping and a lot of the lighting has changed and it's even buffed up a little bit. But this game is literally made specifically for PlayStation 5 and is not it does not feel like a PlayStation 4 game, which says a lot because, um, some cutscenes, Miles look really good and everything around him looks really good. And then other cutscenes, Miles looks really bad. And there are some glitchy parts in the game where I'm just like, yo, what the heck is going on here? Um, there was a side mission where I would, I needed to go in as Miles Morales and not as Spider-Man. So Miles Morales, of course, just like in the, in the 2008 game, Spider-Man, um, he, he goes on the rooftop and changes into his civilian form. But when he came downstairs, all it was was a head 
and some arms. He had no body whatsoever until the game finally caught up and I guess loaded all the assets. That was weird to me. There's some other little weird like glitches that happened. Um, but I think the real problem for me was the frame rate drops. And then another issue was one mission, um, a main story mission. I was stuck in a room and I didn't know where I needed to go. Like the puzzles aren't difficult in this game, which is great. But uh, I was stuck and I was stuck for 30 minutes. And um, there was a gener- a power generator in which, you, you know, Spider-Man, he has those bioelectrical powers um, that he needed to punch in order for it to charge up. And of course, easy, punched it, and it didn't charge. So I used his other bioelectrical attacks, and it worked. And then I proceeded on with the puzzle as planned, but when I had to come back to that component again, I could not use it, because whatever piece that was blocking the punch from connecting to the asset that was in question, it was blocking it. So if you know coding, there's there's events, there's things that needs to happen. So if you're if it's coded properly, the when this item interacts with another item, that item is then gone, and then now you can interface with the next item. And unfortunately, that didn't happen. So for 30 minutes, I was sitting in the room trying to figure out what was going on, until eventually I went to YouTube and found a gameplay video, and then even the person from IGN had to restart the game in order for the asset to run properly. That type of stuff should not be happening, especially in a main storyline mission. So, mm, little things like that was bothersome. Um, there was one questionable thing, and I don't think it was... It could have been intentional, but there's a scene that occurs at the end of the bridge sequence. Now, if you've seen some of the gameplay trailers, you will know that there's a, a, a bridge sequence in which uh, Miles Morales has to save people off the bridge and um it's a fight that breaks off between the two fraction the two factions uh Roxon and the underground and then uh Mon Morales is in the position where it gets a little too real and it got too real for me to the point I had to drop the controller and what I mean is it's a trigger warning like it's a trigger warning for black men and black boys who are going to play this game and this is going to be the one opportunity this is going to be the one time where people who are not black um, and even people who are not black and of color will experience what it feels like to be a black man in America and that was kind of like the oh shit type of moment that happened in this game that made me put it down for a second and reevaluate what was really going on because although the characters in question do not know that Miles is black, underneath that suit, he still experiences the same um, anxiety of being a black man in America is like. So that was a crazy moment. I don't know if it was intentional in the game or not, but um, I do appreciate another question mark here. That's actually a star um, that I have here. Another star that I have here is that... Uh, this game is extremely diverse um from the bad guy factions to everything is very diverse it's nothing it's just purely like one race of character like 
as a person, you're going to see your, like New York is supposed to be the melting pot of different people everywhere. So I shouldn't see just white people. Therefore, in a game like this, you're going to see people of all colors in this game. And I think that's just a beautiful thing. And they also have a nice huge nod for Spider-Man uh, with Black Lives Matter when you complete certain um, objectives to get the, the uptown suit, which is pretty cool, which is black and gold, which is kind of like the, the black power type of colors. Um, I also think this was an opportunity for um, players who wished they could see young Spider-Man, young Peter Parker, when he first started to be Spider-Man um, through Miles Morales. Because remember, when we played the 2008 version, um, Peter Parker has already been Spider-Man for about uh, roughly seven years or so. And he started around when he was like 15 or 16. So he was like 24, 25, even though he really didn't look it. He kind of looked like he was like 30-ish. But that was cool, though. Um, but we get to see, we didn't get a chance to see how he grew into being Spider-Man through all them choices and mistakes that he made. So we get to see that with Miles, though, because this is his very first time being Spider-Man. We get to see him make his mistakes. We get to see him learn from his mistakes. We get to see Spider-Man, him, his defining moments as being Spider-Man. Because Spider-Man's defining moments is tragedy. And superheroes' defining moments are mostly tragedy. And we get to see those tragedies unfold from the, the original game back in 2018 to now. Um, and also this game is not a full price, like PlayStation game It's actually cheap. It's like, it's like 40, 50 bucks, which is fine, but it doesn't feel like a $40 game. This feels like it was supposed to be an expansion that was supposed to come out like years ago that, you know, the hype for Spider-Man was so real that they needed to push it for PlayStation five. So all the time and assets and resources went straight to the PlayStation five version and then the PS4 version just got like the scraps, kind of. But it's still a great game overall. I highly recommend it. Will it get Game of the Year? I doubt it because it's kind of hard to bottle that magic of the 2018 version, you know, twice. But this game has its own like, like unique feel for players to play. And if you're a huge Miles Morales fan, this is definitely you know, a a game that you cannot miss. Um, if I were to rate it so far, I'm not done with the game. I'm about 80% in. I'm so close to the end. I had my controller actually died on me while I was playing and forced me to stop playing because I've been playing literally since Thursday. So 80% um, in, I'd give it a solid 8.5 out of 10. Not the perfect game that Spider-Man, the original was, but overall, still a good game for you to buy and pick up if you're on the fence about getting it. If you're a Spider-Man fan, I hope I tipped you over to going and getting it. Because right now, there's so much Spider-Man merchandise is coming out that you're going to hear about on the Geek Out show regarding like the, the Hot Toy statue that's coming out. And some of the action figures from the Into the Spider-Verse wave that came out for that movie. Um... The, the Adidas shoes, the Adidas, uh, the Adidas Spider-Man partnership that they got going on. It's just so much stuff, and even the Funko Pops. Man, I thought I was got, I thought I got out of pops, but I gotta get those pops. And I thought I wasn't gonna buy Hot Toys ever. And I, you know, the Spider-Man game, 
you know, I almost got those, but this time I got to get the Spider-Man toys here. So, yeah, the hype is real. The weekend for Spider-Man Miles Morales is still going to go on. I hope you guys have a great, wonderful day, wonderful evening, wherever you are. And it's Geeky, Geeky Fresh signing off. Thank you, Geeky. Appreciate that, bro. Uh, both of them submitted voice clips to us. So we're actually going to try to get more of this stuff going on for our show. If more listeners and, and people could submit things like this. So I'm just yeah, going to insert them. That's super awesome. Thank you guys for submitting that. Thanks, Geeky. Thank you. Uh, was it Dyson Mike? Dyson Mike. Dyson Mike. Thanks. Shout out. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> yeah. So let's go ahead and get into some news. We got a couple things. Get over here! I love video games. Video games have been a part of my life since the early years. The golden age. The good old days, if you will. Spider-Man save spot can be transferred now uh, to the next gen. So they said that they heard us bitch and moan. That's not exactly what they said. They said that they heard uh, everybody complaining about it or, or their thoughts and concerns about it. But finally, finally, we're going to be able to transfer over the data. So that's pretty cool. They should have did that from the get-go. I don't know why they wouldn't offer that from the get-go, but they're finally able to do it. So you could transfer the Spider-Man save data. From PS4 to PS5. That's pretty dope. Thoughts on this? Things are the way they should uh, be. Yeah, it's kind of a non-factor, right? Like, that's what it should have been. So, good job on doing your job, right? The, first, the second time. Because you fucked up the first time. In uh, the next amount of... Uh, next amount, the next news that we have uh, is actual... Like, it's mobile game slash handheld system. Uh, so now you could interchange your Pokemon between Pokemon Go, Pokemon Home, and the consoles. So during uh, before Pokemon Home was only offered with uh, the console systems, it was Sun and Moon, uh, Sword and Shield, and now, like I said, you could transfer the Pokemon in between. So now, if you hook up your Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home and the Pokemon Sword and Shield game you could get a special Pokemon, which is the uh, Meltan, which is a Gigantamax. So not a Dynamax, but a special Gigantamax. So you have between now and the end of the year to go ahead and set that up. So you could go ahead and get that Pokemon. It'll be in your Pokemon home. So make sure you set it up, Pokemon Go, Pokemon Home, and you'll get the special event Pokemon. You have, you know, about six weeks to do it, guys. So get on that. And that's all we got for video game news. Let's go ahead. Did anybody watch anything? Because we're going to get into entertainment. Yeah, me and my lady actually... See... Nope, Matt, please. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, me and my lady actually watched this series, uh, started watching the series Evil, featuring Mike Coulter, uh, you know, Luke Cage. Uh, and this series already got the axe, but it's really damn good. And I think I know a couple reasons why it might have got an axe. Some of the jokes it makes are kind of uh, edgy, if you want to say the least. They hit at some things like the Catholic Church and uh, Jeffrey Epstein and things like that. So uh, I can see why maybe some people wanted it canceled. But it's a really good show nonetheless. If you guys have a chance, check it out. It only ran for one season. But uh, it's a pretty, pretty good season. I hopped in with my lady, and uh, we stayed up all night watching it pretty much last night. Uh, 
Jade, go ahead. Sorry. No, man. Uh, me and my old lady actually started watching uh, Chappelle's show again. So we started over on the first couple of episodes. And, uh, you know, for those of you youngsters that listen, Chappelle's show was uh, what we did and watched and talked about before smartphones and memes and shit. It was great. It definitely, definitely could never be on TV now. That, uh, what was it, a sketch comedy? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's a sketch comedy show. That's fantastic. Dude. If you've never seen it, go watch it. Uh, I, I have a hard time believing anyone that listens to this show has not seen Chappelle's show. It's yeah, I was rewatching. I love it. Exactly. I was rewatching it. And I was saying the same thing, Jade. I was like, there's no chance in hell this shit would be on fucking cable TV now. Where are you guys watching this at? Netflix? Netflix. Uh, yeah, yeah. Recently yeah it's on over. Netflix now. Okay, like cool. Because I've never watched ago. like a full season of that show. I've watched like. Oh my god! Seasons. Watch the first season. Yo, what the fuck is wrong with you? I said I've watched like random episodes. I've never watched like a full season. My bad. Definitely. Yeah, so what the yeah. fuck is wrong? With you? I didn't have cable back then, bitch. I was poor. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, for the longest <laughs> time, I had only ever seen the first episode because uh, Comedy Central was one of the premium channels, and we didn't have the premium yep. channel. So for the longest time, I would go to my girlfriend's house and watch it there, but they only ever aired the first episodes. For So yep. for like about the first, I want to say, six months of the show, I had only ever seen the first episode like four or five times. Oh, man, it's so good. Like, this so show ain't even... so great. What's everybody raving about? Yeah, <laughs> it's only one episode. <laughs> oh, even the first one is the first one is the Clayton Bigsby episode, yeah. which is insane. Um, the Blind Racist? Pills, yes. Oh, oh yeah, I love that one. <laughs> See, that's probably one of the few ones I've seen. I mean, seen it's too. definitely it's it's hard to like. It, it really is kind of cringy and hard to listen to it in, in today's climate. But um, he, Dave Chappelle was definitely on another level. It, it, there's a lot deeper meaning to a lot of his shit too, which is is pretty wild. I, I thought it was good, man. Um, other than that, I mean, he's just I watched... hitting on racism before we really seen it, like. Come out of oh, closet yeah, he, for the last yeah, decade, you know. Exactly. Yeah, he it was he lived it for sure. I think it's perfect for the climate we're in right now, actually. Yeah, I think kind um, of opens your eyes more. Also on Netflix, I watched a documentary called "The Secrets of the Saqqara Tomb." Super cool watch. Uh, basically, a tomb that hadn't been touched since for the last forty four hundred years. They found it in perfect condition. So. Cool, cool watch. Uh, if you guys get a chance, what you know, that's a cool one to watch with like your family. I don't know if you guys are into that kind of stuff, but that's what I watched this week. Is that what you watched to put the kids to sleep, or how's that work? No, I watched that. <laughs> um, yeah, just just because I just thought I would. You always gonna have that show, you know, the one that you put on. You're like, okay, let's lay down, let's watch the show, and they pass out. Oh, absolutely. Oh, we watched. Daddy uh, we watched the animated Grinch today as well. That's oh the, man, you're starting the Christmas uh, movies early, huh? Yeah, we're getting started. So the Benedict Cumberbatch one, uh, it's actually pretty. It's pretty good, man. It's pretty cute. What about you? One? Did you watch anything? The only thing I watched this weekend was Mandalorian, Smackdown, and the shitty Niner game today. Uh, oh, duh! I watched Mandalorian. That's the only oh, yeah, thing I watched this week. So damn good. I that's didn't want like to say much. Obvi- that's an obvious thing about the Mandalorian. So for me, I started. Well, I just got uh, HBO Max. 
like the other day. So I actually started watching um, Lovecraft Country. And I've been binge watching that all week. And I'm like, oh, shit, this show is so How many episodes are you in? I'm at eight. Oh, so you're. Damn, you passed me up. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you passed me up, too. That's that's a wild. That's a wild series, dude. That's a wild series. I got to say, I fucking love it, man. It's fucking so great, man. Like, I I love. Well, I'm just going to. I'm going to give a small little brief thoughts on the episode so far. I don't give too much now. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not going to be too crazy. I'm not going to be super specific either. Um, I just, I just got to say, I love the empower, the empowering of, uh, of blacks, African Americans, colored people. I love that. I love the empowering of uh, women. I love that shit too. I like Ernie Hudson, uh, the Smollett girl. I forget what is it, Julie Smollett, and uh, Jonathan Majors. Those three stuck out to me. Um, Jackie Robinson smashing a monster's head. That was fucking awesome. Uh, I did not realize that was Ernie Hudson until you said something. Are you serious? Yeah. I knew he was familiar, but I, I didn't know that. Yeah, he's great. As Yeah, he's great. <laughs> As Uncle George. <laughs> um, the Adam and Eve thing, that was kind of crazy and wild to me. Um, what do you call it? The, I don't Oh no, you guys have seen it. So the chick with the dick. I was like, what the fuck? That shit was crazy. Uh super gruesome. I love those uh monsters, the sh- Shoggoths, I think they're called. They were they reminded me of uh Shumagorath, kind of. Um, you know, part of it being being comfortable in your own skin, being comfortable with your own sexuality. Dude, that uh, was an Ernie Hudson, bro. I thought it was Ernie Hudson. It's Courtney B. Vance. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's Courtney uh-huh. B. Vance, it's George Freeman. Atticus oh. is warm, funny, and well-read uncle. I thought that oh, was okay. Ernie Hudson. Oh, well, now I don't feel stupid. <laughs> you, you I was like, Ernie Hudson, what? No, Dude, Ernie I Hudson swear to God, I, that, else I, I swear to God that I thought that was Ernie Hudson. My bad. He was in something else was... recently. I can't think of what it was. I bet but... I thought it was. No, uh, I, when you said that, I was like, no way. If it was Ernie Hudson, I couldn't have missed that, because Ernie yeah, Hudson's my man. It looked like him too, Winston is my man. Yeah, and Ernie Hudson's like a bigger dude. Uncle George is not a very big dude. I'm trying to think, like, where the fuck I know this motherfucker from? I ain't never heard of him before, so I, I don't know. I legit. Oh, he's been in, he's been in everything, man. Okay. Anyways, um, so who Courtney B. Vance? So that guy. My bad. It was a legit accident. Hentai creature. What the fuck? That was some wild shit. Um, one of the episodes kind of being. Uh, one of the messages being staying true to yourself. Some shit that caught me or that got me off guard was Emmett Till. They had that story in there and a particular character wanted to be killed in the same exact way. And she paid a men to kill her, to beat the shit out of it's her. A, and, and, very and grounded in reality. Thing. Yo, that shit is fucking crazy. And there's some shit that happens with Atticus later on. And there's shit that happens with Letty later on. Um, I, I, you guys aren't as far as me, so I think that these two things, if I was to exactly say what I was thinking uh, for my notes, it might ruin it for you, so I'll just leave it alone. Um, just It's a great fucking show. I really do love it. These are just like some little things that stuck out to me, what the episodes were about, certain episodes, what uh, certain things were during the episodes that stuck out to me. And I think what so. works really well is the mixing of the um, sci-fi elements and the horror elements too, because that you know, 
definitely pulls you in and provides like the mystery and stuff to keep you going. Because like sometimes this could be a kind of hard show to watch. Like you said earlier, you know, like some of the stuff it touches on is like, well, you know. One episode that kind of um, made me feel a little bit was there's a thing about rape going on. So like when when they were talking about that, I was like, fuck. Like, I mean, it's, it's real life shit, shit that happens, but you feel for these characters and they do such a good job at fleshing out these fucking characters that you feel for them. Just in the yeah. first episode when they're getting chased out of town by the uh, sheriff. Oh, my God, yeah. Dude, That's that wild. that scene alone is just like, come on. Like, it's fucked up. And the shit that happens, like, you're like, dude, come on. But it's a great show because it carries it on. And it makes you want to continue watching, like, regardless of how hard it is to watch sometimes, you know? Yeah. So, talking about great shows, we all watch The Mandalorian, yes? Hell yes. So, if we'll just do a small little brief thing here because if you want a full-on, in-depth, we're gonna go over to the candy cantina, but we'll get. Yeah, this week brief. I have uh, I've got my buddy Daniel on, and he's uh, he's an expert when it comes to this era of Star Wars. Nice. So, what are you guys' thoughts? Fantastic! This is proof that they don't need an hour to tell a great story. This is the shortest episode. Also proof that you don't need Jedi's to make uh, Star Wars interesting. <laughs> Absolutely. I do got to say, the mention of them kind of gave me a raging boner, though. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. true. Certain, certain characters, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. I but I feel like weird. that's how it should be. That's what the original That's what the original did so well, the original trilogy, is that there was Jedi were few and far between. Like, Vader and Luke were basically, like, bare, almost like the last Jedi you felt like. You know what I mean? So, like... Well, Ray even says she thought they were all myths, you know? Yeah, but I mean, it, like, it, even it more so in the original trilogy, feel it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't know. And they kind of captured that in this one, too, because it's like, oh, it's a mention here. It's a thing here. You don't see him everywhere you go, you know? I, He's, did, think so hard. I did think that's weird because that, that's the first mention of Jedi, right? Because he says, you know, sorcerers and, and, and things like that. So I'm kind of, it's kind of like back to the last episode, how he knows. You know the saying, uh, "May the force be with you." Maybe he's done his research. I guess you know he's gotten this far. Did or maybe it's Jedi a saying before, that they? I don't think so. I'll, 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 that they've mentioned it. I'll do my research for the cantina and and find out if in canon when man, when Din Djarin says Jedi first. Yeah, he. I mean, I think they were talking about it, and then ever since after he learned what the proper name was. Then he started using it because yeah, wasn't the he armorer? Was like, oh, to you're right. Yeah, armor does mm-hmm. say Jedi. Yeah, yeah, known mm-hmm. as Jedi. You're right. You're right. You're right. Exactly. There you go. It's okay, man. Uh, whenever you want to have you know some ex- some more experts on, just let us know. Oh uh, yeah. Me, me and Juan sure. will stop by the cantina. Definitely. I won't. <laughs> I won't want on Gil. I, I don't know if your ID is. You know, are you over 21, Gil? I'm not sure. Oh, I thought that was like an illegal alien joke because I'm Mexican. I got you. If I, if <laughs> I even had a fucking wow. ID, You got to have a green card to get at this bar. We don't serve your kind. No, the cantina's for everybody. Droids, aliens. It's a scum. It's, it's a hive of scum and villainy. Yeah, it's a wretched hive of scum and villainy. So everyone's allowed. And Gil's. Except for Gil. Um, it was a great episode, man. Fantastic. Ten out of ten. The the fact that they brought the animation back 
and, and the Bo-Katan story and the Darksaber story full circle was like, whoa. Like, when she took her helmet off, blew my fucking mind. She had the headband and everything. Yep. Katie Sackoff looks just like Bo-Katan. It's such a good job. And then we get the bombshell Ahsoka Tano drop. So we know Ahsoka's alive. That was what made me, like, woo. I was like, yes. <laughs> Yo, I Can't do wait. gotta say, like, it seemed like the past few episodes have had like moments that almost have you on the edge of your seat, like to kind of steal what from Matt said the other day or last episode, this episode, the whole entire thing with the child. Oh like, yeah. Everything that happened. Yeah. With that, I was, I was like, when he gets the? kicked into the, Dude. into the, into the, yes. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God. Like I audibly like was like, Holy shit. Like I like, man, at that, the same that, time, yeah. I was At the same out. time, I was like, why the hell do you always get in these situations, Mando? Why? Like, 100%. You were literally man. just getting caught up in a in a fighting ring. Now you're on some asshole's vessel, and your baby Yoda gets kicked into the freaking, like, he, come on, he's man. He's never had to look after somebody else, you know? Well, I mean, he should Yo, know that everybody wants his best star by now. Like, come on, man. <laughs> like, everybody wants that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. is like, it didn't seem like everybody and their mama wanted the best card last season. Now, this season, everybody wants it. But, like, definitely, he's a He's. You can see that he's more of a dad. What did you call? What did you call him on your uh, Ken and Cantina? A dadalorian. Dadalorian. There we go. Definitely <laughs> that. Definitely a hundred percent that. Yeah, he um, needs one of those contraptions that Cable had with hope in his chest. <laughs> that one hooked up to the front. Yeah. Well, that pram <laughs> took a beating, man. Well, the pram's gone at this point. Yeah. Very, it did its purpose, it though. But uh, for more, more in depth. Go over to the Canon Cantina, Jade and his buddy Dan, you said? Yep. All right, so hit that up. So let's go ahead and get into entertainment news. Jade, what you got? Oh, we've got a couple of new things. Man, we were just talking about Netflix, so something else coming to Netflix that, Juan, you're probably very interested in, is in Umbrella Academy Season 3. It's going to start production in March. Looking for a yeah, 2021 for that. release date. Juan, do you think this one will take place uh, in a different area, like Dallas or something like that, like the um, series did? Uh, like the comics did? You mean like the, the second volume? Or yeah. I haven't read the third one yet. I was waiting for it to be collected, and I just got it in, and I haven't had a chance to... Or did we already to... get some of that in season two? We got I never it. Watched it already two. got teased, where he goes back, and he has the whole JFK, killing JFK storyline. Mm-hmm. That's all from the Dallas book. Um, but it's only been teased. It didn't get very deep into it. True, but I don't know how deep because the Dallas book also it has to do a lot with the assassins going after him, uh, Mary J. Blige and stuff. Okay, that's all the second book, not the not the first book. So it, I haven't read the third one, so it might possibly probably have to do with the the third uh, volume. All right, uh, that so, just came out, I think, last year. And that one was titled something else, right? Yes, I can't remember off the top of my head. Another city, I think, right? Right, and I think the fourth one starts next year. Nice. Okay. Yeah, it looks like we're starting to get into full swing and and things are starting to head back to production. So we'll be reporting on these things. So let's stick with streaming. Um, And I'm not sure if this... Because that's what we can look forward to. Yeah, so we got the announcement (laughs) of WandaVision. I don't know if it was actually pushed to January 15th or this is the just the release date was finally announced. 
but January 15th is when WandaVision will premiere, and it's going to be weekly, episodic, just like The Mandalorian. Um, this is going to take place right after Mandalorian ends, so it doesn't look that, like there'll be much, much in between. That's what I was under the impression was it was just going to start up as soon as Mandalorian was done. Yeah, maybe I imagine a week this or two be between. There. Probably. I imagine this will be their Friday release because that's how the Clone Wars was. It's probably how all their new content like that's going to be. Anybody excited for that one? Absolutely. Of course. It's be the, Fuck yeah. But it does go, um, it does just kind of cement the fact that no Marvel content in 2020. Yeah. But we have like four movies next year, so. Yep. So strap in. I think it's going to be great. I think, you know, we all know what to expect from Marvel. So Strap in for a double year of Marvel Legends. Exactly. Uh, I think I was told there was going to be like 25, 30 waves of Marvel Legends next year. Oh, oh man, I was just joking, but holy shit. No. Yeah, next year is very, very fucking heavy. Like, I know some of the stuff already. Um but yeah, it, it, it's 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 gonna be painstaking next year. So I'll much, have a Marvel Legends collection for sale. Anybody Save. wants any? <laughs> um, Scorpion King reboot. I know nothing about this, nor do I care about this. <laughs> Will this feature The Rock? <laughs> or has he moved on? Deal was this you? No, no, yeah, it it actually involves The Rock. The Rock is uh, rebooting it. There we go. Of course he would. <laughs> yeah, he's going to reboot his franchise. He's going to be the face of it. So, yeah. Since all the other franchises he's a part of are dying slowly. <laughs> I don't really think they're dying. Are they really dying? I don't know. Really? He, always has, he always has the highest grossing film anytime. That's what I'm saying. Everything he touches turns to fucking gold, bro. He does, but all the stuff about? he does is like, like I don't know. I don't really want to see a sequel of most of the stuff he does. You know what I mean? Maybe Just saying, that's my personal. But, like he gets my interest in watching shit, and like, oh, the Rock's in it. I'll go take a look at it. I'll you gonna watch, watch the it. Scorpion King reboot then? A hundred fucking percent. As soon as oh, it was announced, I was like, here. yeah. Let me fuck. I was like, I'm gonna get. watch that shit. I didn't think the first one was too bad. No, the first oh one wasn't God. bad go until and... you got the CGI no, you fucking need to go back Scorpion and watch King. The CGI, yeah, yeah, exactly. From the Mummy Scorpion King. He didn't say the Mummy Scorpion King. What he said is the Scorpion King. The movie that he was starring in. The CGI with him and the mummy. Yeah, the, the mummy, the Scorpion King. That one was kind of, you know, shitty where he was the half Scorpion. But this is saying, you know, his feature film <laughs> where he was the Scorpion King. And then it led off to like two or three other films that I think he wasn't even in. <laughs> it's, it's a bad idea. That is you uh, defending that <laughs> spawn Kickstarter, man. <laughs> Don't watch it. Simple as that, right? Yeah, well, uh, I'm more excited about the Fresh Prince HBO Max reunion. <laughs> yeah, so obviously everyone is involved other than Uncle Phil, who is no longer on this earth. Um, yeah, that'll be cool. Is it going to be like the Friends reunion where they just sit around and talk? Which I didn't watch that either. I don't, I've don't. i never seen an episode of Friends, but I know that was something that happened Ooh, this year. That's something that I forgot. Me and, my daughter, me and my daughter started watching uh, that show. The Fresh Prince. Friends. We started, I was like, uh, what, Friends? <laughs> no, no, no. no fuck Friends. I've never watched that shit Thank ever you. in my life. No, we started watching uh, You're not Fresh white Prince. enough for that shit, Gil? I'm not white at all, motherfucker. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm white, and I've never seen an episode of Friends, and I don't plan to. I love Friends. I guess I'm the only one. 
So, do we know if this is going to be a roundtable discussion, or is this going to be like a a table reading, or are we getting an episode? Do we know anything about that yet? Well, it's happening in it four days. It looks like they're all just sitting on the couch. It, well, they put out a trailer, and yeah, exactly what one said. It looks like they're all sitting on the couch. So, it's just going to be them talking about their time on the show. Well, well, yeah, cool. Well, just I'll watch it. Stuff. And they brought, brought back the first uh, Aunt Vivian. Oh, that's and, a big deal. Oh, did they? Because I didn't see her. I only seen in the that. trailer. Okay. In the trailer, towards the end, he go. Will says something like, "Oh, we couldn't have a reunion without one key member," and they go, "I had to bring her back." And it's just a quick shot of her coming from like the kitchen into the family room. That's a pretty big deal. Well, didn't her? Yeah. Didn't she not get along with like the rest of the actors or something? That's the reason she got dropped with Will. Like she had some beef with Will and stuff okay, like okay. that. Um, so real, real quick, who did, which Aunt Viv did you guys like more, OG or the second one? Like, I think the, the second one. one. Second one? Okay. I think Man, so. I can't. I can't remember. I, I think I like the. Uh, oh my god! Definitely the OG <laughs> one. De- I, OG Aunt Viv. I could I'm definitely cut, see them I'm going cut with that joke out. I could definitely see them going with the um with the whole couch talk because of how popular uh will's wife's show is and that's kind of just like a round table talk show so i can see will this will, being popular are they will gonna will all say how they cheated has... on him too yeah is, is she gonna have to leave oh, jesus he's gonna have to explain that uh, it was an entanglement that's why we have a second <laughs> no his kid's gonna his kid's gonna come out and call somebody else daddy instead um, anyway it'll be cool is little nikki in it what was the, the nephew's name yeah little nikki yeah He's not in the reunion, though, right? I mean, I wouldn't see why not. He'd probably be like a teenager right now or an adult. He'd probably, He'd probably be, probably be a, yeah, a 40-year-old man. Probably be as old as us. <laughs> um, in other With way more reunion, problems. sequel, reboot news that no one cares to listen to, uh, we speculated on this way, way back when... The news broke out that this property would be getting a revival, but uh, Keanu Reeves looks like he's coming back as Constantine. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm with it. Uh, I, if all you guys aren't with it, I don't give a fuck. There's going to be me and Chris Espinoza, Smash Live Creations. We're both going to be there in theaters watching this shit. Fuck yeah. Man, the guy that played Constantine in the CW show, that guy is Constantine. Not yeah, Keanu. definitely. Matt Ryan, for sure. Matt Ryan, yeah. He's a much better Constantine than Keanu, in my opinion. Well, yeah, he's a blonde. He's got the accent. Well, and he knows how to act. Let's replace you, okay? Jeez, girl. I'd, 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 I'd rather have Matt Ryan on the show than you, Matt. How dare so you? You can't, you can't talk about I'll Pokemon? check places with Matt Ryan. I'll get paid more. <laughs> Apparently, we can't talk shit rock. about Keanu or The Rock. No, how dare you guys? They're I national, keep insulting Gil's boyfriends. I'm sorry. Treasures, okay? National treasures, how dare you? I know what I'm getting for the uh, TGOS gift exchange. <laughs> bag of dicks. You're, you're that, and then I'm going to take a shit in a bag. So yeah. <laughs> I'll smell that one coming from a mile away. But uh, that's all I got for entertainment news, guys. Y'all got anything? Hope you were entertained. <laughs> Darkwing Duck. Oh, Darkwing Duck reboot. Yeah. Was part of the spec deck. Ooh. Tell us a little bit about that show. Um, so I don't know if you guys have been watching the new DuckTales cartoon at all. 
but uh, they sprinkled in characters from other uh, Disney cartoons in there here and there. Uh, they did one episode uh, revolving around Darkwing Duck last year, um, where in the DuckTales universe, Darkwing Duck is a comic book, a movie franchise. Uh, and they re- they were rebooting it and they were doing, you know, they were poking fun at BBS and all that, that they were making it all grim and, and, and moody and stuff like that. And that the original actor that played Darkwing didn't know anything about it. And, you know, it, the whole episode is about him trying to get uh, casted back in the role as Darkwing over this new guy who, you know, was a fan growing up and um, actually the original actor at the end ends up becoming Negaduck. Uh, so it was like Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, basically, like the storyline for that? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, and then this year, uh, a couple weeks ago, they had another episode where, uh, I think it was Gosselin, right? Gosselin's a little girl. Um, she was looking for her uncle, I believe, that had disappeared. And they find out that he, he was working with um, the big bull guy. I forgot what his name was from... Uh, Darkwing, and that he had built a machine that opens portals to other dimensions, and they bring all the villains from Darkwing over from that dimension to here, and there's like a whole, you know, fight between Darkwing and all that, and they explain how Launchpad is, you know, going to work with Darkwing at night, but then be Scrooge's pilot during the day and shit like that. Um, but Does he ever I, return to know, Tailspin? <laughs> eventually. Oh, nice. Uh, eventually, I think there was an episode where it kind of crossed over with Tailspin. I think they had a, was it Shere Khan? What was the name of the tiger? Or, yeah, Shere Khan, yeah. Uh, no, that's Jungle Book, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Well, Baloo. Baloo is from Jungle Book, yep, too. You're right. Uh, so uh, I, it was all testing the waters, and now it looks like it's getting picked up for its own uh, Disney Plus show. I'm looking forward to that. Is that, you think so? It's going to get its own series for sure? Yeah, or is this it, just more be, Yeah, because surely it'll it, be on it, Disney. It got Plus. picked up because we were talking about, be good. about it on the spec deck. Um, that the number one for uh, Darkwing Duck has started to go up because it's it's getting its own uh, Disney Plus treatment. And I always Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen, and uh, the guy that does the Goldbergs, both of them are doing the show. Oh, oh nice, cool. Oh, well, I think that's about it. Be, it'll kind of be a. a teaser of what their Ninja Turtles stuff will look like. Or be like, anyway. Possibly. So, no, that's cool, man. Uh, that's all I got for entertainment news, and I think that wraps up another mighty fine episode of the Geek Out Show. 100%. Let's go ahead and do sign-outs. Juan, where can they find you at? As always, I'm at the store most of the week in Union City, California. Uh, in the East Bay, so if you're ever in the area, come on by. We're open every day. Uh, if not, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook, uh, Keyword Comic and Figure Addicts or CF Addicts. Uh, we always have new pre-orders going up every week for Hot Toys, Marvel Legends. You know, you want to do those troop builders or those Red Ninjas or the Cobra Infantry Troopers. Uh, we're selling them by the cases if you're interested. Uh, just was, visit our website. It's uh, cfaddicts.co. All right. And Matt, where can they find you at? You guys can find me on Instagram at majoraction underscore IG. 
And Jade? Jeru Toys on Instagram every week on the Geek Out Show. Shout out to the Hive Comics in Odessa, Texas. Um, and you can find me weekly on my own show, having a cold one at the Canon Cantina, where we talk all things Star Wars. Alrighty, and I'm your host, Kill. You can find me over at Black Hole Comics, Instagram, social media, YouTube, just anywhere and everywhere, Black Hole Comics. Uh, shout out to the APA page, Anonymous Plastic Addicts, me, Ramos Fett, and Carl. Uh, talking about Carl, shout out to him. Uh, I have the news today, fellas, that the Nerdicons are joining the Geek Out Show Network. So we have another show to add over to the network, to our feed. So they will be sending the first episode next week. Super juice on that and talking about the network. You know, shout out to everybody who's a part of it. You know, like the Cantina, the Spec Deck, uh, soon Matt's show. We're going to begin that comics, uh, sorry, cartoons, comics, and cold pizza. I think that's everybody, right? But shout out to the toy, uh, podcast. Shout out to Figheads, Boys with the Toys, anybody, everybody that we mess with, you know. Until next time. Love the Nerdicons, too. Oh shit, my bad, Gil. No, no, no. Go, go <laughs> Love the Nerdicons, man. I'm I'm really glad that we were able to uh, convince them to join our silly little network. Oh, a hundred percent, man. And until next time, make sure to say geeked up and geek out.